You're listening to the Barstool Roadie, Roadie Rundown with your hosts, T. Cruz and Josh Toronto. You a roughneck, I'm a cutthroat, you a tough guy, that's enough jokes. Then the sun die, the night is young though, the diamonds still shine. Get it rough, ho, welcome into the Roadie Rundown. It's a very special Roadie Rundown here as we now have... 23 new songs from Lil Wayne to listen to on our ride to campus, and and Josh shaved. Hi, Josh. Hey, TK. How's it going, buddy? Hey, Cruz. <laughs> Hi, Tyler Cruz. Hi, Burger King King. You are talking to Daddy the Daycare. Rolex wearing, the diamond ring wearing, the kiss stealing, Woo! the wheeling, dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, son of a gun, Josh Toronto, a.k.a. Muscles Marinara, a.k.a. Factoli Ravioli. A.K.A. I didn't give clean my Clean shaven face. Clean shaven face. Baby yeah. face Josh. And in case you guys are wondering, my name is Tyler Cruz, a.k.a. <laughs> Daddy Daycare. In case anyone gave a All fuck. the women want to be with me. All the men want to be like me. Whether you like it or not, learn to love it. I think we should. it's the best thing going. I think we should switch that and say all the women and men want to be with me. Because I, Stone and I were talking about this the other day. Sometimes I get cruise withdrawals. <laughs> like sometimes Wait, Stone, you were talking about that with Stone. Yeah. Like you know, sometimes I'll just randomly text and be like, yo. Yeah. And, and like, I'll be like, like yeah, yeah, be there's like, you like bitch. no substance <laughs> to me texting you. It's just because sometimes It's just I'm like, like I haven't seen, I haven't talked to Josh in a while. Yeah. yeah. I'm just like Fuck. I'm glad you do it because I'm too like when I'm working and doing shit, I'm obviously not on my phone. Yeah. And then when I'm not working, I like don't want to be near my phone because a lot of my just fell right down. <laughs> they just wrote it right down. Fuck, I wish we did this on video. <laughs> oh, we should. We got to get, like, one of these on video. Oh, dude, but, that would be so funny. But, yeah, I'm just never, like, the only times I'm on my phone, like, actively for leisure would be probably watching football. I don't even think that's leisure because there's money involved in that. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and, like, laying in bed. And laying in bed. But, yeah, so, yeah, I'm glad you texted me because I'm like, oh, Josh, that's cool. <laughs> kind of, like. Triggers this and like I'll decline ninety percent of the phone calls I get a lot Dude, of the times, you but I will answer with me right. Yeah, away. I'm like, it's oh, it's wild. Josh. I love it. <laughs> it's so quick because a lot of the times I'm ex- I like doing what we do, like for yeah. for barstool for whatever. So like it's a lot of the times I'm excited to like you know get it done. Yeah, see what's and new process, and process. What yeah. we have coming up, and uh, I like talking to you. Speaking of new, what's coming up? We uh we do officially have a promotion with Charlios. Yes, Chuck's Every is back Saturday. Saturdays are for the boys and the ladies too, of course. $3 vodka crayons, courtesy of your boys here over at Barstool Roadie. Make sure to come down. You can hang out with us. We're going to be doing some podcasting there. Uh, probably have a Halloween special. We got mm-hmm. some shit we'll oh, be yeah, we Oh, yeah. We, there's a lot on the menu at yeah. Chuck's with Barstool Roadie. So there's th- a lot on the So just stay tuned for that. So now we got that out of the way. Uh, another just order of business I want to hit, which was d- the kids this weekend were great with content. Man. Oh, yeah. I mean, we had it. It was awesome. It. And, I mean, granted, we did have a concert on campus, but the concert, were you there? No, I saw you went. It was okay. I'm not. I'm just not a big Rich the Kid. Uh, no, guy. like I'm not a big. My buddy's a huge Rich the Kid fan, and it was his first concert ever, so he had a great time. But he even said he was like, I wouldn't come back here for a, for concert. a concert. The Ryan yeah. Center really doesn't have the best, and no, no knock to it. It just doesn't have the best venue for a concert. It's just a bunch of college kids on the gym floor, and a stage, with a DJ, that's on until about 35 minutes until the concert's over. And every main event that gets put on is always on late, except for Lil Wayne and Post Malone were both very good. Uh, yeah, I mean they're good performers. So I, I love that why. was the second time I went to Wayne, and I kind of want to go again. But I mean, we only had we only really had one uh, DM or submission that was from the concert. A lot it was of that it was jewel just, thing. Yeah. So I'm walking in, and I'm I'm figuring out how to get my jewel into the concert. And usually, I have no problem bringing like just keeping it discreet. Flash drive. Yeah. Or no, they know what a jewel is. I know. But like. They're not the six-year-olds that I lie to when my jewel falls out of my pocket <laughs> at work. <laughs> oh, what's that? Nothing. That's just the flash drive I keep all my work on. <laughs> but, um, well, I work in gym shorts. Like, this is... I, I think I wore these shorts to work this morning. I'm not positive. I hate carrying anything in gym shorts. Do you, do you know the amount of times my wallet has Dude, fallen out of my pants? And, like, I've come so close to losing it. When I walked out to move my car, I was patting in my pockets. And I was like, okay, let me just make sure I have my wallet so I have my key card to get back in. And I couldn't find it. And I looked down. It's just on the floor where I was sitting. Had no idea it fell out of my pocket. Yeah. Happens gym shorts to me are really all the bad. time. Yeah, gym shorts, especially yeah. when you sit the way I do. I like to man spread. 
yeah. I, I like to have my leg maybe sometimes a leg up. I like to be comfortable. Yeah, I mean, and a lot of times you know, it gravity, you know, and the stuff in the gym shorts pockets, yeah. it ends up on the ground. Yeah. Or sometimes, you know, you get a, a little too much blood flow to a certain area. And with gym shorts, there's really no way to restrict it. But yeah, there is. I mean, there are all ways. I mean, there's there's old methods. I remember I actually learned about this. Um, God, how old was I? You learned how to no, conceal no, 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 a boner? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I was like 13, and uh, we were at a, a baseball camp. And I remember we were saying, yeah, the worst thing that happens when you're playing baseball, for the guys listening that have played baseball, is when you just get a random one when, like, you're wearing a cup. Right? Because everything's so tight and everything's so constricted. Um, I didn't wear a cup. That's a bold move. It was, but I also... I wore a cup maybe when I caught... Yes, when I caught. I would not catch without a cup. That is scary as shit. Well, yeah, I always caught. So I was oh, always wearing But, like, I can't wear it pitching. Yeah, it's, I mean, there's you're not no going free to. motion in your hips or legs. I'm not really yeah. worried. There's a one in three million chance that I take a line drive off the Nats. <laughs> so, it could happen. I mean, it, oh, yeah, no shit. It could happen. But, but back to what I was saying, yeah. though. So it was, you know, all, all the catchers we were together because it was actually at, uh, like, the Little League World Series complex. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Williams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was well, like. You, a, you went there? Uh, I mean, yeah, a while ago for like some AAU invitation. That's really thing. cool. Yeah, so you know, you were grouped together with all these kids from all around, and you were broken down by positions, and you kind of like stayed with those kids and stuff in like groups. So I was with the catchers because I was a catcher at the time, and uh, someone had brought it up or whatever, and we were talking about it, and I I learned because you like one of your one of your testicles is filled with blood and the other one's sperm i don't know what i did one's not which. know that so if you like flick the one with blood or whatever for some uh, they told me if you flick it or do whatever it like i, I don't know it does something and like it worked no then, chance i'm flicking myself in the well nuts. then my friend told me this the other day and it made sense which is if you actually hold your breath it goes away because you're cutting off the blood flow interesting that's what it was if you flick it it numbs it so there's no blood flow because you're numbing it. That's just, dude. I'm not gonna just yeah, right. It like, hurts. cause, cause it's kind of yeah. like, which one is it? I think it's your right one. Goes <laughs> 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 to flick it. I think it, I think it's your right testicle that has blood, and your left one has sperm. Cause that's the way that. Are we putting this on the podcast? Yeah. <laughs> cause that's the way that you, uh, cause the sperm and the we blood to, mix. Wait. And that's what makes semen, and then that's what gets injected. I'd have to ask my mom. She she works late on Monday, so she's working right now. Just shoot her a text. Shooter text, which testicle has blood and which one has semen? Yeah, I'm pretty hey, random sure. Question. I'm pretty sure the right one has blood and the the left one has semen. But Carla Five dropped um dropped uh Friday, so a few days ago. This is Monday, October first. Uh Cruz, just reactions. First reactions. Thoughts. Um wait, real quick, how many times have you listened to it? Like front and back? I have it on shuffle, so I've probably listened to a lot of the songs more than some of the other right, songs. but when it first came out, I'm assuming you listened track one to the ends. Track one, I listened to about track one to track like 13, and then the melatonin kicked in. The melatonin. <laughs> so, but the next day I picked it up, but um, I've listened to it a bunch of times. It's really, unless I'm at the gym, it's all I've been listening to. I'm driving, I go click the Carter 5 and press shuffle. Yeah. Walk into class, Carter 5, shuffle. Laying down, Carter 5, five shuffle. Like, <laughs> shower, Carter 5, shuffle. It's so good. So, uh, let it's, me... G- but, it's not the best Carter. No. I think it's one of the better albums of the year. Granted, yeah. I'm biased as fuck. I, I would consider but rap it has album the perfect of the year. blend. Like you can go from uproar to dark side of the moon to See, let I don't, it, let I it don't all like hang that, out or whatever. Which is glad I'm uh, when I think of Carters, when I think of the Carters. It's just hard ass. Not even hard ass. Really? It's Carter two. It's rap like oh Carter rap. two Straight is rap. rap. Carter three, you know, he got a little bit more exp- experimental like shit like let the beat build where it was a little bit softer that was one of my favorite songs yeah it's one of my favorite songs of all time and that was our outro at one point it, it is our outro bro still yes it's, <laughs> it's been our outro i wanted it as the intro for a while but i figured it worked out the outro for when we say peace the fuck out and mm-hmm. it like drops right as we uh, say uh, uh, yeah uh, uh, so he got like a little bit more experimental and then car the five uh car the four rather was Come back to that car the two roots, but it was more modern with the times. You had stuff like blunt blowing, but then you had a little bit softer you shit like how the love, it, yeah, mirror. mirror is a great right song. So you had some of that like soft rap, which we've seen a little bit more now. I don't want to say soft rap, but like when you saw the emergence of guys like Lil Peep, where they were like a little bit more emotional in the Mac. way that they rapped. Mac is a good example. I I feel like Wayne kind of hit that on. I feel um, like Wayne's always had emotion songs. in his rap, but not a like lot of soft it has just rap. Been like not like soft yeah. rap, though. yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like he yeah, had, like How um, to Love, yeah. Right, or like What About Me is like a really soft, like it's a That's really a soft song. Yeah. song. 
Open Letter. I don't think Open Letter was soft, but Open Letter was good. The only other soft ones I can think of are, yeah, What About Me, Dark Side of the Moon, Mess, Ooh. What's your favorite song? Of the, mine's Uproar. As soon, Uproar. As soon as I heard that song, I said, this is for sure the best song I think Dedicate. Album. Dedicate's very good. Um, dope, dope word that yeah, I can't with say. With Snoop Dogg. Yeah. That one's good. Trav one is good. I think the Trav one was recorded a while ago. It was recorded in 2014. 2014. Yeah. If you listen to Trav's vocals, it just he sounds like he sounds so different. Yeah, yeah, amateur. Well, it was not amateur, but no, yeah. amateur is the right word. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he hasn't he didn't really blossomed yet, but that's just an all around wonderful album. Wonder what splendid job, Wayne. I've waited five years and I'm not disappointed. It's in the, the last least. Wayne album you ever get. You think so? Yeah, he said it's his last album. That's his retirement album. When did he say that? A while ago. Dude, he also said that after the Carter 4, though. Did he? Yeah. And yeah, then he said he came back on the Dedication 4 mixtape that he dropped after the Carter 4. I forgot what song it was. But I'm was pretty like, sure this I is... I said I might retire. This is Wayne's last album. Which y'all know I'd be high. I think... I'm gonna I look it up. I did that time. I paid that fine. Fuck around and go to jail for the same damn crime. Let's see. I'm Googling it right now. Well, I don't know. Well, he said he'll never work with Birdman again. No shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't see it as being his last. I feel like he just. Re- I think it, it probably his last car there. I don't want to see. It. I don't want to say reinvented himself, but I feel like he just kind of reinvented himself. I think it'll be his last car there. Yeah, because it's been stop yeah. at five. Yeah, you know, it's been, been a handful. It's a great number V. You don't want to do VI. It just doesn't. Look yeah, good. but I mean, you can do more albums. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, he'll do more mixtapes. I heard he was trying to rebirth too. That would be nice. I heard that a while ago though. But is it going to be a rebirth too, like a modern rock thing? You know, be kind of cool now. That I think about it. What if you took some like alter- popular alternative rock bands, like a Fallout Boy, you know, Panic at the Disco, those that are still kind of making some music, right? You have guys like mm-hmm. Mayday Parade that yep. aren't really making music yeah. anymore, and you did something with them. I don't know. I th- I think that'd be a uh, that'd be an, especially with something like Rebirth. Maroon Five and Wiz did a song. Yeah, and exactly. That was unreal. Right. Payphone. So that'd be interesting to see uh, if maybe he explores that. I don't I know. I could see him exploring. I heard he was dropping a part two because I heard there's a lot of music that was released for the Carter. There was a song with Justin Bieber. There was a song with Post Malone. There's a song there with a Jeezy. Song with Drake. There there's a, a song with Jeezy, and I love Jeezy. I love Jeezy. Gold I, bottles. Oh, dude, Jeezy's coming out with a new album, Thug Is Motivation it Jeezy 104. Or young Jeezy? Does so, he, he keeps changing it. No, he was Young Jeezy for a while, then he went Jeezy. He grew up. Yeah. <laughs> Thug Motivation 104 is his last album. He, that that's for sure his last album because I've seen him say he says it every mm-hmm. single day on Instagram because uh, his first album was Thug Motivation 101. Oh, I can't wait. Dude, I'm a huge Jeezy fan. He's like really all I listen to. Really? Yeah, I think him, him, Lil Wayne, ASAP Rocky, Panic at the Disco are like my most, I have the most songs by them on like my Spotify. My guilty pleasure is probably Beyonce. That's not a guilty pleasure. It's not? No, my guilty pleasure is like Lana Del Rey or or Lord. That's not a guilty pleasure. Uh, uh, For a a 20-year-old boy. Beyonce? Lord? <coughs> Lord's more of a guilty pleasure than Beyonce. Her vocals are awesome. Lana Del Rey's a more guilty. I think Lana Del Rey is the guiltiest out of the ones that we Lana. just. I love Lana Del Rey She's too. Good. Shout out to our, our mutual friend Callie. Callie, yeah. Callie, that's, Callie's Lo- probably the reason I looked up Lana Del Rey because he was always really? like, tweeting about her in high school or something. And I was like, I might as so, well check it out. I actually, Callie and I met through being RAs last year. Oh, that's pretty dope. We're talking about Callie on the podcast. We got a text. The podcast. <laughs> I love Callie. She's great, though. But uh, yeah. we met through like being RAs, and um, instantly we just became friends because we were in the same group, and we were like, okay, you're cool, you're cool. Um, and like we started talking. We hung out like a few times after it just because like, you, you start to get to know people and everything. And then yeah. uh, I remember we went to like Mo's or whatever together, and I think I played a Lana Del Rey song, and she was like, you got no fucking idea, dude. Oh, dude, she is a yeah. huge Lana fan. Huge, I, yeah, she's great, though. It's, uh, I love Callie. That's all I really, <laughs> that's all I really have to say about Callie. <laughs> that's our Callie segment. Yeah, <laughs> our Callie segment is just Callie's a great human being. I've noticed since, like, seventh grade. I've never seen her get mad. You got to hold that mic closer uh, to your mouth, big guy. You, like, bring it so low. Dude, you, you with mics is weird. Cause ha- I'm always, like, moving my hands yes, or doing dude. something. When so we do the Sports Power Half Hour, you're, like, consistently... Oh, I always get to the sports power half hour either late or You're after the late gym. To the sports power half hour. And like I'm just always like I hate being late. So like my blood's flowing, my heart's rushing, and like I'm just always like moving all over the place and I yeah. have to get my takes in and I cut stone off about eight times. Yeah. And he hates it, but it happens. Sports well, power half hour is fun. It's so quick though. That's why it's fun. It's just like quick little thirty minutes. How do you fucking drop your phone, dude? <laughs> because so it looks like much, yeah. it looks like the mic cord is tangled with my charger. 
and I moved the mic again. But even when you were at my house, that's a different story. True. That was just like I had. I was just in a bad spot. Like I feel like I didn't have a. Did I have a place for my, my laptop on the table, or was it just on my lap? No, I think it was on. Yeah, I'll give you that. It and was like on everything lap, was just so. sliding. Or I think you were like on the edge of the table. Yeah, or something. This yeah. shit was sliding. All I know is shit was sliding everywhere, and I just wasn't catching it. You know, what I realized too. Our podcast at first it was like during basketball season. It's a little bit more uh, centered in on one thing. Yeah, but all when, over the place. Yeah, in like October, September to November, it's a lot of just us re- like being like, "Oh, I haven't seen you in a week." Yeah, let's how you talk doing? for an hour about how our lives <laughs> and are. record it. I noticed this the other day because um, my friend Casey Johnson mm-hmm. out follows f- me on Twitter. Casey, yeah, shout out Casey Johnson. Um, we went to the the Rent Them Outlets the other day. And Casey's sister, Kate T, not to get confused, came with us. And uh, Casey was like, oh, yeah, he does a podcast, the Sanya thing. And she was like, basically, it's just him and his friend Cruz talking about their issues to us. <laughs> Would you, yeah, it's like a little vent session with Josh. You're like my shrink. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we kind of like shrink each other. You know what I mean? I always get out of the podcast feeling a lot better. Yeah. It's you, like when you really like someone, you spend some time with them, and you get right. back, you always feel better. Yeah. yeah. And you kind of let that off your chest a little bit. Oh, big move is uh, my boy Tyler Tinder. Oh, yeah. Did we didn't talk about this last time? No, we didn't talk about this on last week. No, we didn't. Okay. Oh, we didn't oh, have a podcast we, last yeah, week. Yeah, we, we didn't have podcast last week because we had, uh, I had stuff yeah, out I with I the hub. And I, I was always so anti-Tinder, and then I made a really douchey profile. On Tinder? On Tinder. You know what I hate? When, when people try and front like either they're too good for Tinder or that they don't have a Tinder. Because mm-hmm. most people, if you're in college. No, I did not. I had never downloaded the app, made a Tinder. Until you thought about it, I had thought about it like you had never thought I'm too good for Tinder. Oh, come on! (laughs) If you thought about it, the thing is, I just the best people I've met have been in person through getting to know each other through like literal face to face conversation. Well, I'm not gonna get too into it, yeah, but that's not what Tinder is. is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in some aspects, it is. I'm Mm -hmm. not saying. My brother met his girlfriend on Tinder. I know someone who found a relationship on Tinder. Yeah, I know. I I don't know a person, but I know of a person who got married through meeting the person on Tinder. That's awesome. You know? I Good mean, it's, it's people do a lot of time on dating websites. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much just a dating website for college kids, if you think about it. Yeah. I mean, it's a little bit less kind of like... I don't have like, the money to date. Huh? I don't have the money to date. I don't have date. money to date either. <laughs> dating someone's really expensive. Like, if you think about it, I have to date myself right now. I've been dating myself. Living by myself, you know, without a mom to cook for you and shit. I hate that, dude. I miss my mom. Dude, I miss so my mom much. so much. <laughs> like, I see her a lot because I have work in Cranston, I so miss I go your home. Mom. I don't even know your mom. You don't even know my mom, dude. But we, you always just about, t- we, we have a Dr. Cruz segment all the time. This is it. We like we literally get on, and like 20 minutes in the podcast, we're talking about my mom. And like, yeah, <laughs> just I, our life. I don't know how I've never met your mom. <laughs> Do you want to come over one time for dinner? Yeah. All right, cool. All right. Thank I'll you. T- I'll tell her. Yeah, because yeah, you're always home. Dinner. Yeah, I'm home Wednesday nights for work on Thursday and Sunday nights for work on Monday, but I'm going to start working Sunday during the day now. Good for you. Yeah. Big worth. You're a huge work ethic guy. I mean, I hate being bored. I can't. Yeah. It's not that I, like, love. I mean, yeah, I do love working. Like, I'm probably addicted to it, like, just doing something, going out there and being active, like, making money, doing something for my resume, trying yeah, to better myself. Yeah, sitting on but your ass or whatever, yeah. I can't, like, even if I have nothing to do, I I, I go crazy. I, I can't just yeah. sit there and sit on my phone or sit there and play Good a for video you, game. I j- it drives me nuts, Yeah, I guess. No, I think that's that's pretty noble because when, uh, when you dropped the the willy thing, I, I got a little sentimental. Dude, I had so many people. Yeah, well, I got sentimental. I had so many and I people said, that you know, like, that tweet cause... that Josh sent to you was so cute. And I was well, like, yeah, dude, I, mean, I love Josh. Because, I mean, you, you almost made you me cry, say, dude. Like, that was look, awesome. Thank you. I cried a little bit myself watching that because it was like, I've, you you deserve the recognition there because you you're always either like oh I'm at work I have to do this I have to do this like you're always consistently doing something it's mm-hmm. impressive how you fit everything into your schedule so that's a little bit of a of a blow about yourself so let's talk about what happens this past Friday University of Rhode Rams football against the nerds that was a good game um but yeah I was there for that yep. I was up there in the press box that was uh. It was a long drive. It was a fun drive up with uh, Stone Freeman and right. Nick Cardi. They've both been on the podcast. Jack O'Mara, Ryan Sullivan. We'll probably hear from them. But Jack's been on. Jack's been on? Yeah, that day that we had Stone on and oh, then you left. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That he was had, a long podcast. Yeah, he yeah, had He the, filled like, in for me. Yeah, well, 
it was a long podcast and we cut out a half hour that we lost. Yeah, that we didn't even mean to cut out. We had to redo like a half hour. Yeah. But Yeah, we had to redo <laughs> a half hour. Yeah. The game started off pretty well. The uh morons from Harvard decided to punt it off the back head of their linemen and from their end zone. So we started off two nothing with a safety on our like first defensive drive. And then they kicked a field goal, it was three two. Second quarter, Lawson did his thing. Two unanswered touchdowns, one two his fullback, Joey Kenny. It was the his first career touchdown. And then he rushed the other one in. Great rush, broken tain, looked like a little bit like Mike Vick, like broken tain around the right side, jailbreak, sprinted up the field, beat a couple of linemen. And then what I noticed was there was a guy waiting for him at the goal line. Lawson didn't try to go over him, around him. He didn't try to dive or anything. He just ran right into the guy, and the guy ran right into Lawson's knee or leg or whatever. And it, uh, it he limped off the field. It didn't. Fleming said he felt he was confident, optimistic, but we had we stuck with Vito Priori for the rest of the game. Offense didn't do much. We had a special teams touchdown, but we ended up winning. And now we're a top 20 football team in the country. Yeah, we're 18th. 18th, which is how many? We had, we've had men's soccer this year. Yep. Men's football this year. Yep. Men's basketball this year, not this semester, but this year. Will be this semester probably. Maybe. Yeah, top 25? Yeah, uh, maybe. I'll it's, give you I, I think so. I we've think had they, three... Top 25 nationally ranked programs Four. this year. No, was baseball ever nationally ranked? Not this No, but baseball year. had the longest they winning had streak. They had the longest winning streak in the country at one point. They had a 16-game streak. I think they I think they broke 25 at some point. Yeah, but they weren't nationally ranked this year, if that's what you're asking me. Okay. I don't know. That, that's something I'd have to look up. But, yeah, we've had, we've had our athletics are on the up and up by far. I think football is... I know... <laughs> Football is skyrocketing. I know Stone. Stone yeah, is Stone all about will it. give you his whole. I've been shouting this for for three years, and he has been. Yeah, and don't sleep, don't sleep, right. don't sleep. But it's hard not. Well, and, 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 and I said this to I Stone. I love Stone. To his face. I'll say this to Stone's face, saying because I love Stone, and this isn't me talking shit about Stone in no way it is. But when you if you throw enough shit at the wall, it's eventually right? gonna stick. That's my that's my policy. <laughs> I, I I came in here as a freshman, and when I was a freshman, Stone was a sophomore. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was a freshman sitting in the sports pal half hour and Stone. We Stone lost fifty one to twenty one to Harvard. Stone saying, Don't sleep on this team. Get on the bus now. Then um the next year, going three and in, eight. Going into sophomore year, Stone and I no, Stone and I did a summer radio show. Mm-hmm. Two hours every week. And Stone said again, Don't sleep on this team, get on the bus, get going, and we go three and eight. Three yep. and eight. Fleming's most wins in a season. And then this summer, Stone hits us again. Get on the bus. Get on the bus. And I'm sure Stone, you know, Stone knows what he's talking about, mm-hmm. right? I'm not taking any credit away from Stone. But he's in a win-win situation. Exactly. Stone's in a very win-win situation with what he was saying. But but kudos to Stone because yeah, Stone, well, Stone did, a, especially this year, Yeah. Stone did oh, a yeah. lot of work with the football program, oh, with yeah. just athletics and all. Uh, over the summer. So this year, Stone really knew what yeah, he was I saying. I went up to one of the practices this summer and he was there. And he had like a whole notebook. There goes my phone again. He had a whole notebook with like a position chart filled yes. out with the entire yeah. depth chart all handwritten. And I was like, Jesus, dude. But, I mean, he grinds. I mean, you talk about someone that works. He grinds. Stone is a grinder. But you can't really sit there coming into a school and be like, oh, our football team's bad. It's never going to be good. You have to, like, it makes it interesting if you have, for yourself, if you have that kind of optimism. You, I mean, yeah. you gotta, you don't, you don't want to be that guy that walks in. and You're like, oh, these guys are never gonna be good. Well, look how I think everyone this year, uh, any, I knew they were gonna be people, Delaware. Well, no, let's let's bring it up a notch. Any casual football fan that follows loosely, even if you follow just do fantasy, I think everyone finds themselves rooting for the Browns this year, right? I think it's a snare like that where you have enough understanding to realize the potential of this team, mm-hmm. right? And then you start putting the pieces. Yeah, you have together. Baker Mayfield is your fantasy quarterback. He's on the bench right now. No, you started him this week, I'm pretty sure. I played you. In WRIU? Probably. Yeah, in WRIU league I may have. In, in the the money league you and I are in, I, I had I had Maddie Ice. I'm in too many leagues. I, you know what? For some reason, I don't know why, I normally say I'm in too many leagues, but I've done a really good job of keeping up with all my leagues so Oh, yeah, far. same. I, I, I love it because my fantasy app on my phone hasn't been working, so I go on my laptop to do my fantasy, and while I'm there, I just do everything. Yeah. I take out like 20 minutes of my day. On like a Wednesday or a Thursday, and I'll do my whole lineup, log back in when I wake up Sunday morning. Hopefully, it's in time, and do my lineup, like redo my lineup. Like I took out. Yeah, do like your waivers and yeah. shit, see who cleared. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So big, 
big day. Uh, today's Monday. Yeah, so whatever. Big day on Wednesday. I didn't know what day I wanted to say, depending on when this gets edited and gets put out. Uh, big day Wednesday if you're a Red Sox or a Yankee fan mm-hmm. or for some reason an Athletics fan in southern Rhode Island or wherever you may be listening. But the New York Yankees will be taking on the Oakland Athletics in a one-game wild card. Winner of that will face the Red Sox in a best-of-five American League Divisional Series. I love playoff baseball. Houston and uh, Cleveland, that's the series that you're going to want to watch. In a best-of-five, that's that's one hell of a series. So... You know what? Fuck it. Yeah, if, you, if you want a baseball update, Dodgers are up 5 nothing now. Fuck it. I'm going to say it. I'm, I'll take Oakland. You'll take Oakland in the wild card game? Yeah. And why? This, this why? Is, this isn't because I'm, I'm I'm a Red Sox fan. No. I know that, but why? Oakland's had a way better second half. I think Oakland is a just a better fundamentally sound team. I think New York has the advantage when you get guys like Judge and Stan. Yeah, New York has the ability right? to fucking hit the ball Well, this is the feet. thing. New York has the ability to easily put up 12 runs on you. But my question is, is are they going to? And I don't think they will. I don't know how Oakland's going to handle who they throw for game one. But, I mean, Oakland won close to 100 games without a real ace. So you're telling me a team who you just said didn't have a real ace. Yeah. You don't know who they're going to throw. Yep. They're playing an offense that could easily put up 12 runs. Is all coming out of your mouth. Yep. At, at a Little and League ballpark. At a Little League ballpark. Yep. And you think the Yankees just aren't going to be there offensively. Is it just a gut feeling, or do you have anything behind it? Um, th- th- look, there's a, <laughs> there's a little bit of a gut feeling because because literally all the facts that you just stated right. would back up the devil's advocate of your take. But if that's the case, they did take everything I just said, and now say that team won 96 games. The Yankees? No, the A's. The A's won fucking 96 games without an ace, mm-hmm. without a star player. Now, who's the star? Chris Davis, who hit 247. So that's why I don't think they're gonna do it. Because I think they're playing against one of the highest Have you seen Moneyball? Yes, I've seen Moneyball. That's one of my favorite movies. I hate losing more than I love winning. So then you know where the story yes, is going. Yes, now. yes, To me, this just feels like Moneyball Part 2. I just think that the... I think... No, it doesn't. I just... I don't know. I have a weird feeling about the A's. It's just because it's the A's. If it was any other team, nobody would have any other reference to Moneyball. No, if it was, if it was the Rays, I would say so. If it was... Because look what the Rays did to the Yankees this season. Mm-hmm. You know, you get guys like Blake Snell, Cy Young, Kevin Cash, one of the best managers in the league. I, I don't know. Now, am I going to be surprised if the Yankees fucking destroy them? No, not at all. Because I would say, okay, that should have happened. But I don't know. I just, I feel like the A's have a legitimate shot. Yeah, the A's do have a legitimate if shot. They're the a great A's, team. If the A's get into the sixth inning with a lead, the mm-hmm. A's will win the ball game. The A's will okay. let themselves lose. I'll put that down right there. But I do think that the A's have found ways to win games this year, and they've yeah. all they've played up to their competition very well. Oh, they've exceeded but it's, any it's expectation. It's a one game have. wild card. You lose, your season is done, Gonzo over. I don't think the multiple superstars that the Yankees have are all gonna play bad enough to let that happen. And that's as a Red Sox fan, my take is the Yankees will win this game, and the Yankees are gonna be the Red Sox' hardest playoff opponent. Ooh. Yeah. Uh Five. The only thing the Yankees don't have that's is a tough question. That's, pitching that's, depth. Uh, it's just look. Well, I Cleveland, said it on our first podcast. Cleveland if you asked me at the beginning of the year, good. Yes, if you asked me at the beginning of the year, show me the paper lineups on paper in April yeah, before we, opening we day. About I would say the Yankees would have taken the AL East. Obviously, the Red Sox played fucking unreal. They have two MVP candidates and a Cy Young candidate. Yeah. So everything went right for these guys and they had a good enough team where if everything went right they'd be spectacular yeah and if everything didn't go right they'd the Red Sox would be in the wild card position right now but I think the the way the offense is set up on the Yankees I think the way the pitching has been recently they played very well at Boston or yeah against Boston the last couple series of the year granted Boston had already clinched but still they played very well the Yankees closed out the season very well they finished with 100 wins you really can't there's not a lot of knocks you can have on this team besides that they didn't win their division. They won a they won a hundred games and finished eight and a half games back. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Red, that just shows how good the Red Sox were, and that's what scares me, dude. Well, from 2004 a, wild card team, 2013 probably should have won 85 games. From 2007 an, we had a stacked team, but usually the best regular season team does shit in the playoffs. Yeah, well, that's what I was gonna say. From an unbiased Red Sox fan. Who are you taking if it's Yankees versus Sox? Because I know who I'm taking. I'm taking the Red Sox. I'll take the Yankees. If it's Yankees versus and, Red Sox, why? In the best of five, I'll take the Yankees. Why? I, f- I feel like it's I think the Yankees can win three games quicker than the Red Sox can. So I see you get... I'm going to be confident here, and I'm going to say sales good. 
Sale's good to go. Sale's fine. Okay. So I'm going to be confident you've got a win there. Two wins if you need it. Did he go six innings his last his last start? I don't know. I think I knew we won like 13 or something. There's probably no reason for him to be out there that long. Because if he didn't go six innings, he doesn't qualify for Cy Young. I think he did go six. I think he did qualify. They must have put him there then. He's just barely qualifying? He he just qualified. Wow. So this that Mark Bueller guy, if we're speaking of pitchers. Walker Bueller? Walker Bueller. Yeah. For the Dodgers? Yeah. I was looking at his numbers today. He's like top 10 in everything. Yeah, he's good. He's he was, very he was good. their top pitching prospect. Yeah. Who he, was, he was their top pitcher this year. Kershaw was not there. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know Cy Young is. It's going to be DeGrom and Snell mm-hmm. for Cy Young. MVP will be Mookie and Yelich. Rookie of the year is probably going to be... Andujar. I and think it's going to be Otani. Ozuna. Otani? I, yeah, I think they're going to give it... I, I think it should be Gliber Torres. Mm-hmm. But I just... They have a hard on for Otani, so I think it'll be uh, Otani and either Okuna or Soto. I, I don't know. That's that's the tough one. I think that's the toughest one. Mm-hmm. Is Soto or yeah, it's not like last year? It was a given judge. Yeah, and a given was Bellinger. Yep. Yeah, they both set these records, yeah. so it was kind of like okay, that's the easy one to. to I pick remember out Puig's there. rookie year was very tough. Right. Because it was he was a rookie, Freddie Freeman was a rookie, Jose Fernandez was a rookie, and they all put up like Puig hit four hundred until September. He got yeah. called up in June. Yeah. And I think uh, manager of the year Kevin Cash of the Rays. And then in the NL, um, Craig Council of the Brewers, I think will will get your Manager of the Year. So that's my prediction. And I'm, I would I'd put money on those. The only one I'm not one thousand percent confident in is the Rookie of the Year. because yeah. you unless it's like always we, tough because yeah. it's, it's always those are always the toughest ones. You never know unless there was something last year where it was yeah it was, it was like cut it was and obviously dry. going to Aaron Judge yeah. and Cody Bellinger was unreal. So that's that's the one I don't know, but I'm a hundred percent confident on Cy Young and MVP. That'll be Mookie and Yelich, especially with the way that Yelich finished the year. Yeah. Oh yeah. Christian Yelich was unreal. He almost yeah. had a triple crown. So my playoff prediction though. I have a question for you while we're ahead. on the awards. If J D finishes with a higher batting average than Mookie Betts and wins the triple crown. He didn't. No, if he oh, does, yeah. is Mookie Betts still the MVP of the AL? No, not if JD's triple crown. I don't give a damn if you're a DH. If you get a triple crown, you, you have to be MVP. Yeah. I mean, for God's sake, when Miggy won, I mean, he was a first baseman, right? We always talk about these, like, yeah, we, you talk about, oh, you can't you can't add a DH into it, but you, think of how many DHs, right, are just kind of like, they, the, they're just first baseman. You win games play. by scoring runs. Yeah, exactly. And your DHs, most of the time, at least what I'm used to with David Ortiz and now J.D. Ramirez, your J.D. DHs, Ramirez? J, J.D. Martinez, whoops. Your DHs are the ones that bring you the runs. What the hell did I do with my water bottle? Where did Josh do with his water bottle? No, I, I agree with you. I do agree that... No, that's not it because I got it from the vending machine, so it's an Aquafina. Um, but I do agree with you that if you it was... You throw it away? No, I don't think so. But I do agree with you that if he did win Triple Crown, I don't give a damn if he's um, if he's a DH. He should have won the MVP. Hold on, I see it. Say something. Say, so, yeah, I mean, Triple Crown definitely brings you to the MVP. You're the best... Hitter by average, you're the best power hitter by home runs, and you're the best run. Yeah, you're the best runs. Yeah, run um producer in yep. the league. So it's just there's no question that you deserve to get it. I think right now I'm watching this Dodgers game. I think they're gonna be scary for the National League. I think with the talent yeah, they have on I that think so team, too. between Manny Machado, Justin Turner, Cody Bellinger, Jock Peterson, Kershaw, Bueller, Jan- Jansen, A they are Kenley Jansen. Yeah, they are dangerous. And I look even, like Justin Turner, too. Even so a I guy like, like Logan Thors- Forsythe is still mm-hmm. a valuable piece to that team. But my uh, my MLB playoff bracket prediction will be A's versus Red Sox. I mean, Cleveland and Houston. And then the wild card for the NL, the Cubs lost today, so it'll be Cubs and whoever loses Dodgers this game. So Cubs and Rockies would face the... Braves? Yes. No, the Braves faced the winner of L.A., Colorado, because the Brewers took the one seed. It was, oh, okay, yeah. It was screwed up. I mean, it's not really screwed up because it's just the way it works. The NL was crazy. Yeah. The, the, fi- the, the final few weeks was crazy There were the two NL. game 163s for seeding purposes, and the two top teams in the NL, like if the Cubs won today, they would have had the one seed in the playoffs. Instead, they could go down to the four seed. They could not even make it. Who? The Cubs. Oh, yeah, the Cubs. And they, if they won today... They take the number one seed they in lost. the NL playoffs, but they lost. So they could either be the four seed or not even in it, which is crazy. If the Rockies win, they're not in it, right? 
if the Rockies win, if the Rockies beat the Cubs, the Cubs are out tomorrow. I don't count the wild card game as the actual play. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. So it's going to be the Dodge. So it's going to be Dodgers versus Braves. Yep. I'll take the Dodgers. I will take the Dodgers in that. And game. then Brewers versus Cubs. Yeah, or Brewers. Yeah, it'll be Brewers versus Cubs. If the Cubs beat the Rockies, yes. Cubs in the wild card game. Oh shit! Because the Cubs have to play the yeah, Rockies this, now. The loser of this, the, the loser of Dodgers, Colorado my God, this plays is the so Cubs. Confusing. Yeah. Holy shit! All right, so it's gonna be Cubs, Rockies. I take I take Chicago. I'm good. Where's it played? Chicago has home field advantage. I'm gonna take Colorado. Really? Yeah. They're playing on the road today. Yeah. When's the wild card game? Is that tomorrow? I think their wild card game is tomorrow because New York plays Wednesday. So Colorado has to go from Los Angeles. Yep. To Chicago. Yep. For a wild card game. Yep. And you think they're going to win? Yeah. Wild. I so, hiccups really bad right so now. I, I can't tell if it's like a hiccup or like just a burp. So Colorado versus Milwaukee. That's a great series. And then Atlanta versus the Dodgers. I'll take the Dodgers. Fuck, dude. I'm, I don't know why. I'm just seeing LA and the Rockies. They're playing right now. Oh, really? Again? That would be an interesting series, nah, both from L- the uh, LA, both from the West. L.A. and Milwaukee will be your your NLCS. I'd take Milwaukee in that matchup. Your ALCS. I'm gonna say it's gonna be Sox Houston. Sox Cleveland. I'm gonna take Houston. They have better pitching. I think Cleveland's not. I think Houston has better pitching. Verlander's been there before. He's the X factor on that rotation. You look wow. like you want to fight me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a closet Indian fan. He, he says he misses Cruz, and then I get here, and he's like, all right, I've had enough of this game. <laughs> <laughs> I just Corey Kluber's too good. Trevor Bauer's too you, good. You love Kluber. Corey, Corey Kluber is my favorite baseball player. I have his jersey. I'll probably wear it tomorrow. I have two Dodgers jerseys. One of them I almost got rid of. Did I, I ever tell you this story? I have two Cleveland jerseys. When Matt Kemp, when I was in, I was going into my freshman year, and Matt Kemp was my favorite player. Oh, yeah, player. you've told me this, but go ahead. And then he got traded, and I wanted to throw it away. And then I kept it for some reason, and now it's usable again. Very excited. Derrick Rose needs to go back you? to the Bulls. Yeah. Jerseys run big, and I really haven't grown. Like I've That's probably true. been the same height. Besides the beard and like the glow-up in my physique, I've probably been the same cruise since about sophomore year. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, I have um, um, hell, what is it? a Kluber jersey. Uh, Francisco Lindor jersey because I love Frankie Lindor, and then I have a Houston Garrett Cole jersey because I'm also a huge like Garrett Cole. Cole, huge Garrett Cole I like guy. Garrett Cole. Been on Garrett Cole since uh, man, since he was at UCLA and he got drafted by the Yankees and then went back, taken number one overall by the Yankees. Then he went back and then he uh, went back to school and did not want to play for the Yankees. Went to Pittsburgh. Nah, that would be just... me if I ever got drafted to like the Browns. Not now. Not <laughs> now you now you kind of a little bit excited to go play for Cleveland. Yeah, on the up and up. Hey, how about Josh Gordon the other day? Guy, yeah, looked good. I like you. Why aren't you wearing the shirt? Have you worn it yet? I wore it. Keep Josh off drugs. I wore it the day I got it on Saturday. <laughs> That's awesome. So, <laughs> I wore, um, yeah, I wore it. On, yeah, yeah, I was. Saturday. He only had two receptions for thirty-two yards, but I was, I was very. I was shocked he was even active. Yeah, I was very excited. It looked like. I mean, I don't want to say it looked like he knew the offense because that offense takes nah, a he, shit long to he, learn. Brady said that, but Bra- it takes Brady, a year. If Brady's comfortable with him, that shows a lot. I oh, I think he was. I think Brady's going to force himself to get a little bit comfortable with him. And Thursday, I think, is uh, is the game because you're going to have Edelman back. I don't know how caught up to speed Jules is. I, I mean, I, I Thursday, we're going to put up 50 knows. points. We're playing Indianapolis at home with Julian Edelman back. I don't think we've lost to Indianapolis since fucking Peyton Manning. I can't remember the last time. We, I don't think Andrew Lux ever beat us. Uh, he had, Knock on wood, he has it. When was the last time Pittsburgh beat us? 2011? Yeah. True. Yeah. I mean, we've Pittsburgh sucks. The thing, the My good, God. the thing about the Patriots is the good teams in the AFC. They've literally always seemed to beat. Yeah. And like then the they Chiefs. lose to teams like, yeah. I mean, well, they lost to the Chiefs last year, but the Chiefs aren't very. I don't consider the Chiefs as a good team after Week Seven. Yeah. I, I've, Chiefs are one of those teams that always start really hot. And everyone in the beginning of the year is like, oh, Chiefs, And then Andy Reid is just like, oh, might as well just take a crap in my pants right here. No, and it's then just, oh, there goes the phone. Shit all it's over just the that team. they never, uh, they never make adjustments. Andy, yeah, and that's Andy Reid. He just yeah. shits himself in the pants midseason. So five weeks in, a defensive corner is like, oh, they do this. And then they keep doing it, and it doesn't work. And Andy Reid's like, no, we're going to continue to do it. And then lose like four straight and put themselves out of the number one seed in the AFC. It happens every single year. Mm-hmm. 
And then the Patriots sneak in and win the last eight, and they get to number one seed because every single year in September, they start two and two. Yeah. I mean, I'm not shocked. I'm not in a panic mode at all. I'm not concerned for New England. Two and two is right where you want to be going into October. I mean, not right where you want to be. I'd like to be 4-0. But you're getting your, I want to say, best wideout just because Brady has that mental connection with him. But I also don't know how he's going to be. Yeah, I, I don't know if he's right. going to be, like, I don't know if he's going to be a 32-year-old coming off an ACL surgery or... If he's going to be Jules. Or I don't know if he's going to be Jules on steroids. I think he's, There are Jules. two options. He's I think be, he's going to be Jules on steroids. He's either going to be Jules on steroids or a 32-year-old coming off an ACL. Because I think he's made a lot of strides recently to preserve himself. You know who oh, hasn't... Brady. Who's been scaring me a little bit? Gronk? No. Oh. Brady. He has not looked yeah, himself. Yeah. There are a lot of throws he makes where I'm like... What about that throw to James White? <laughs> Oh, that was beautiful. Oh, my God. Oh my God. And then the other touchdown, too, I think it was Devlin. Yeah. Oh no, not God. Devlin. Who, who caught it? James White. He, he had, James White, the rush touchdown, and the receiving touchdown. Who did he? Brady threw Dorset. two touchdowns. Dorset. Yeah, that, Dorset. Where he, like, caught it, then somersaulted. Yeah, dropped it right into his hands. Those two throws and were unreal. But Patterson had one. But the picks were, I mean, he threw them Especially over the last through. one. Oh, dude, it just... And there are throws when he's he made hit. where... I mean, especially in the last game against... I'm blanking. Detroit. Detroit. There were throws he'd make on third down where I'm just like, dude, why are you throwing that The play ball? call in that game was really bad. So, But again, you're the guy with the ball. You have the ball. You don't yeah, have to. No one's open. What do mm-hmm. you want him to do? If, if no one's open, yeah. you know, that's the thing. People kind of got on Brady about that. And this, I'm not saying it's about you, but, you know, a lot of people got on Tom about it, which is though, if no one's open, what, what do you want him to do? The double team and Gronk and your receivers aren't getting separation. And you're 41, you don't want to take a hit. You know, and you can't run. Mm-hmm. So it's he was in a bad situation. I mean, just his receivers didn't do their jobs and the defense couldn't stop. They looked bleed. like a completely different team this week. Well, completely they, different yeah, team. This I, week. You you get you always get a stinker like that. Last year you always get at least two of them. Yeah. Right. Last year we had open the night Carolina, and when we went to Miami. Yep. We, we had three last great. year. Yeah. This year, we've only had one. I don't count Jacksonville as a stinker because that's a good team no, in I, Jacksonville. Yeah. See, I said this on the sports... <coughs> fuck. Bless you. I said this on the sports... Fuck. Sports power half hour, <coughs> he said this. Yes. And I said, that's a once-in-a-lifetime game from Blake Bortles. And everyone called me an idiot. They were all like, oh my God, Blake Bortles is at least an average quarterback. He got him to the playoffs last year. He played well in the AFC Championship. Blah, blah, blah. Cruz, you're just throwing shit at the wall and hoping it sticks... Shut up. And then the next week, Bortles went out and lost 9-3 to at Tennessee. Yeah, I don't think he's a great quarterback. He does enough to get by. I mean, hell, his own teammates said that. I mean, when they asked Jalen Ramsey what they thought about Blake Bortles, he was like, he does enough. He didn't say he didn't stand at the table and say, this is the guy that's going to take down Tom Brady. They know no, I think not. he said, Blake got to do what Blake got to do. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he does enough to get by. He does what he has to do. And I think that um, – I, I don't think it was a stinker game. I think that that was – what you saw, that was what Jacksonville's defense is. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but it was the same thing. We, didn't, we weren't fully there. We didn't have the playmakers that we needed. Guys couldn't get separated. They were double-teaming Gronk. Our defense hadn't gelled yet, right? It, it always takes our defense a little bit of time. Yep. And, you know, they did this last year where after kind of that Carolina game, they kicked it into another gear and were, were good for a pretty good amount the of stretch. The rest of the year, yeah. Into the Super Bowl where they kind of gave in, mm-hmm. right? But... I mean, it's 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 the way it is, man. I think I think this we lost the Super Bowl. I, I think it was just like this outside force because I blacked out by the third quarter. Jeez. On accident. Like I just I'd mix something and it just wasn't like some made me a mixed drink or something. I have no idea. But um I, yeah, I but and I had never missed a Patriots win in the Super Bowl, other than two thousand one because I was like three years old. But I had seen the other ones, so I think it was just like, eh, this kid's asleep, might as well let the Eagles win this one. He'll watch it next year. It's your fault. Yeah. I, look, I got. It. <laughs> it's I, my fault. I also killed Adam West. I don't have many worries about the Patriots. I will say though, is this is not your. This wasn't your average New England September stinker, right? I had yelled about this with Sully. Sully said, "Oh, they do this every year. This they, year they lose to decent like teams every year. They don't lose to zero and three Detroit right. like that." Right, and that that was the point I was trying to make. Which was Sully was like, oh, they 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 always do this in September. The defense always looks like this. No, they don't. They do do this where they'll go two and two in September, but they don't look the way that they did against Detroit. They always have one problem, whether it be the O line, whether it be the, the defense, secondary, yeah. whether it be the D line. But they address it and they fix yeah. it, you know. And that's the thing. 
And now I do believe that Bill Belichick, the head coach, is way better than Bill Belichick, the GM. I think Bill Belichick, the GM, is terrible. Yes, I just think I Bill Belichick so such a good picks. head coach that he can work with what he gets. I think he doesn't give a shit about the GM job because of that. Yeah, no, like, I he's agree, like, yeah. He's like, oh, Jamie Collins, you want to go? I could get a really good return for this, but I'm mad at this guy, so I'm going to send him to the Browns for a fifth-round pick. Yeah, and do something with the fifth-round pick. Yeah. Right, because then what he does is he goes, when, when Bill Belichick watches a combine, because most GMs watch a combine, Right, and the GMs go with scouts, and the scouts do all of this, and they bring this to a coach, and they bring this to this person, and then they make a board and they decide. Bill Belichick, because he's the GM, just kind of goes and watches from a coach's perspective, right? And he says, "All right, this guy does this well, I would use him this way. Mm -hmm. This guy does this well, I would use him this way." And that's that's the advantage that you have, being a coach Being and a GM. Head but of then ops. when you get into the offseason, you start signing players. It's it's good to have a GM who had scouts and that actual, had actual, yeah, you know, yeah. So I think that's where it gets a little challenging because, but I mean, Bill Belichick has he's done his thing. Yeah, I, I have no knock on Bill Belichick. Yeah, we, he's got five rings on his hand. I mean, I'll say I don't think he's the greatest GM, but again, his by him being the best coach ever, doesn't really matter. Yeah, but Nobody then really, but then it's almost like imagine if you gave him a GM like John Lynch who kind of turned around the 49ers very quickly. It's like you almost wonder how good these guys could be. He never really needed it, though. The only free agent acquisition, I would say, Bill Belichick made that completely changed the face of our team at the time was Randy Moss. That was a trade. That, wasn't that was a trade. Agent, it was an acquisition. Yeah. yeah, it was an acquisition. But he's never signed a free agent that that sign-in turned around the franchise. Yes, you're right. Very rarely, though... Do you see a free agent in football that completely is a culture shock? Unless it's like a big name going into free agency. But we we really, I mean, Le'Veon Bell, I think, will be the first time we see a player hit the market that we're like, this This is a top five player in the league. Mm -hmm. That's a free agent. Because mm -hmm. most times you don't let these top five players go. Yeah. Right? Either that or you trade them. Le yeah, exactly. You trade them. Le'Veon Bell, for me, is the first time that you'll see a top five player. He might get traded. The most, the better James Conner does, the less the Steelers are going to get for Le'Veon Bell. He's, report, he's reporting him. week seven during their bye, is what I just saw. Wow. So they, they, must, they must have said something. But actually, the last time that I think there was a big-name player that signed in free agency that was an immediate impact on his team was Darrell Revis with the Patriots. Yeah, we won a Super Bowl. Right? That was the last time that I can recall, because Jarvis Landry traded, right? He was the most recent this offseason. But he was... Jarrell Rebus was the last and he was big the number, player. That he was I, one of the number three, yeah. top three guys in the league at, at, his at the point. Yeah, so I can remember being like him, Richard Sherman, and Pat Pete. Yeah, it wasn't like uh, you know in basketball it happens all the time. It just happened with LeBron, KD, right? KD, baseball, eh, it happens, <laughs> you know, but it happens in it happens in bunches. This year is going to be one of those bunches with Harper and Machado. You know, because if one of those guys go to the Yankees, then it's kind of like, well, that team just got a hell of a lot better. But baseball, you don't really – baseball, another one. It's more trades at the trade deadline because, you know, when you know a contract's expiring, you kind of get rid of them. Football, is, it's, well, it's baseball, a different animal. You have a lot of – you have more big-name free agents hitting the market in baseball than football, but basketball tops it all. Yeah, oh, yeah. Basketball is – basketball is really, really where it gets going. But – I love basketball free agency. Do you? It's the most basketball I'll watch. NBA. The basketball free agency? NBA, yeah. Because I don't know. Uh, I don't, I don't, it doesn't grab at me anymore. And the Celtics do. The Celtics do now, being from New England. But the last 10, since 2008, right, since the big three, yep. when they fell apart, I can't remember being excited to watch the NBA. This year? This year, it's very exciting. I mean, I'm always excited. This year, this year like is awesome. NBA. You don't have a LeBron in the East, so that shit is all open. And then oh, the you East have, is the Celtics. I mean, the East, is, in my opinion, the East is the Celtics. But the East is open in quotation marks. There's no LeBron. Yeah, the, he's I mean, been the, the go, throne is open. You have it's there for the taking. I would say Boston, Celtics are the best team in the East. Yep. Toronto. This isn't in order, but Boston, Toronto, Philly, and Washington are the Indiana maybe. But that's the thing. We're saying Indiana is like a five seed. Doesn't even fucking matter. The, if you, the two top two seeds matter in the playoffs. This year, it's going to be the top two seeds in the East that matter in the playoffs because they're probably going to be in the conference championship. It'll be Boston and Philly, and it'll be LA and Golden State and Houston. Those are the three teams that'll matter in the playoffs in the West. I'll tell you that right now. And eighty-two games later, it'll probably be true. That's just why I have no interest in the NBA playoffs. I'll watch it this year because of the Celtics. Yeah. 
because they have a chance to go to the finals. The West, you'll get you'll get Golden State. In every you get the Lakers, Houston. I'm missing the team. OKC. And yeah. But yeah, I mean it's the NBA is really predictable. It's and it's gonna be like that way for a while. It's gonna be like that way until Anthony Davis and KD go to the Lakers next year. Then you say, oh, what's the Lakers for the next goddamn six years? It's still predictable. It just changes. The name right. just changes. Yeah. The NBA is always really, really predictable. Baseball is the only one that's not, right? I yeah. mean, there's levels to it. Yeah. But, you know, you could have said, okay, Red Sox-Yankees this year. Red Sox-Yankees-Cleveland-Houston, right? You could have named those teams. But you would never say in Atlanta. Yeah, but you would never know. And once those teams get there, anything can happen. That's the thing I love about playoff baseball is you could have a team that – a wild card team that everyone is like, oh, these guys are getting – these guys are going to lose the wild card game, for Christ's sakes. And then come in and they're doing a shit ton of damage in the playoffs. They're winning the championship series. They're going to seven games. Like, that's what yeah. I like about playoff baseball is, A, there's so many games, and B – it's a baseball game. Anything well, can happen. That's my thing with Oakland, man. Minnesota almost beat as the much Yankees as I'm saying. Year. Yeah, as much as I'm saying anything can happen. I don't think the Yankees are going to lose this game. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> the fact is that anything is possible. You can't argue with that. But the fact also is that, in my opinion, the Yankees are winning the game. So if anything's possible, you're winning by four right now in fantasy. So you need Tyreek Hill to have I need Tyreek Hill to like just get fall off the tour bus or something when he gets Could to happen. the stadium and break Anything's his nose. Anything's possible. Or, like, opening kickoff helmet to helmet and, like, forced to be out for the game for oh, like concussion protocol. Cheeky little things, yeah. yeah. Yeah, something like that. That I mean, that would be awesome. Or what I hope happens is either he gets hurt right away and is out for the game, or he scores, like, an 80-yard touchdown on the first play and I don't have to worry about it for yeah. the rest of the game. You know? You're not, you're not going to the fourth where he needs a reception. I'm not, yeah, I'm not going to the fourth where it's like, all right, I need Tyreek Hill to not catch one reception for six yards and then I'll win my game. Like, I just don't want that level of stress. I'll break it to you. He's going to get more than four points. You're going to lose. I know. I know. That's why I was mad today. I woke up this morning, and I was like, I put up 141 points in fantasy, and I'm going to fucking lose. Bro, I put up 190. That's Jesus unheard Christ, of. dude. 190 I feel like points. the NFL, like, I could go on Bovada or something and just take the over for all six, all, like, all games that are going on and probably hit most of them. This I, year, it's look, been an dude, offensive explosion. I always, 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 always love doing bets with people. Because they always they always take the favorites. I will look. I will. Oh, always. I love upset. I love picking upsets. You well, should see my brackets. It's just so many people, right? They'll they'll take they'll take a team favored by like six and a half. Just they don't even know just because they're favored. Yeah, they could win by two and I win the money. Yeah, you my, know what I mean. My, my buddy was house talking. doesn't lose, dude. House never loses. Do you ever see that movie, the Will Ferrell movie, The House? You're oh, a big that, movie guy. Is that what it's about? Yeah, they they make an underground casino in this guy's house. To pay for Will Ferrell's daughter's college tuition. Well, that's why when you texted me, you were like, "Yo, you know a bookie," and I was like, "Yeah, me." But then I, I felt <laughs> bad. Why? Why are you saying like that? Aren't bookies illegal? No, sports betting's legal. All right, so you could just you can your Josh Toronto was a bookie. I just said it on air. Uh, we're on a the record. Keeper? Also, I, we're not big enough. Where <laughs> you're not Tony <laughs> Soprano. Yeah, it's it, <laughs> it's this isn't big enough where someone's gonna come kicking down my door. I mean. Fucking you know, them bet. Yeah, yo, cause why? March Madness brackets, people don't do those. I love March Madness. I love March Madness. I mean, there's a difference between doing a ten dollar bet with your friend mm -hmm. and running a full I don't have a full fucking book, you know? Yeah. So I'm just betting I, you on the spreads. Yeah, I guess bookie is uh I shouldn't say I'm a bookie. It's a loose term. You just take bets. Yeah. My like buddy if you knows a legit. If you want to take a bet, I would say I would say yes to any bet. Yeah. I mean, you can say, "Oh, you have a betting problem." If that's what you would rather label it as. But you're the house. You're not putting money down, yeah. are you? Exactly. No, not really. Unless you're, do you bet with yourself? No. How would I fucking do that? I don't know. Like, you just be like, "Hey, Josh, I'm gonna put ten dollars on the no. over." But like, if you texted me and you were like, "Yo, Pats are favored by seven. I want that bet." I'd be like, "Yeah, sure." Because I mean, there's no difference between me being a bookie but doing it that way and mm -hmm. us just having a friendly bet. Yeah, and I just all right. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Again, I'm not. I'm not sitting down with eight people writing down, okay, this is you, this is you, and then I show up to your house and collect the money. That's a bookie. You should. That, uh, that'd be really cool. Right? That's you'd, a, you'd make a decent amount of money doing that. You could, you could make a pretty good you, living doing I'm, that. I'm lowering my voice because I don't want people to hear Pe this, but people, that's, that's a pretty good idea. People have made... If my last name ended in a vowel, I'd probably do it. <laughs> <laughs> people, have, If your last name was Toronto, you would do it. <laughs> people have made a good amount of money doing that. I mean, I just, I don't have the time. Mm -hmm. I don't have the energy to do that shit. I also don't have the money because, I mean... Yeah, like... Yeah, because uh, the FBI is not going to go crazy over a $20 bet. Over a $20 bet. bet, yeah. My a $20,000 bet. 
Yeah, probably. Or if you have twenty thousand dollars worth of bets, yeah, and like you run out and can't pay it back or something yeah. like that, like actual bookies, yeah. You, you, the FBI is not going to listen to a college I, podcast and go, oh, God, oh, we'll yeah, get dude, this kid's IP address. Yeah, dude, if the FBI is listening to me right now, um, What's how up? do I, how do What's I run up, for president? Sup? <laughs> in like dude, 15 the years? thing you sent me today, the the cooking meth. Oh my god! Oh my god! That was the funniest tweet ever. <laughs> Some people, this is natural selection. It's like, hey, uh. Nine one one. What's your emergency? Hey, Do you think that much? was real? Yeah, yeah. It was like, yeah. <laughs> how much trouble would I get in? Did you listen to it with the sound on? Yeah. Oh my god, so funny. His accent. <laughs> how much trouble would I get in for uh, cooking meth? You called the cops to ask how illegal he meth goes, is. He goes, is this a? No, could you? Uh, he's not here. Can you uh, take a message? Uh, <laughs> yeah, tell him that they're gonna be at your house. Oh shit. Okay. <laughs> He's like, I'm not doing nothing but just cooking up some meth. Oh, <laughs> oh, double. <laughs> oh, double nuts. I did it again. <laughs> Let's take a guess on what state that guy's from. Arkansas. Arkansas. I'd say Arkansas, Bama are like... Nah, Bama doesn't cook meth. Way up north. New Mexico. Albuquerque. Where did, um... Better, uh, yeah. Remember the family episode where they cooked meth? The TV show? The, the f- whole TV series, Breaking Bad? No, 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 but... Do you ever watch that episode of Family Guy? Where mm, they... Hold on. L- no. Let me call my brother, because my brother will know. They moved... They went somewhere... Oh, in Connecticut. No, in this weird ass town in Connecticut. Remember when they crossed the border and they it was did just they the move creepiest? to Connecticut? I'm calling my brother right know. now. I don't know, but you you remember what I'm talking about, right? Not really. And then uh, I think Brian went to like agriculture school, and Peter cooked meth in the basement. No, I didn't see that one. The only the really only drug episode I've seen of Family Guy is when Brian takes shrooms in episode 420. Wow, I'm surprised that you knew that. Like, rough top of your head. It was episode 420. That's a fair point. All right, <laughs> and it was about weed. We're at 57 minutes here. We're pretty much wrapping yeah. this one up. We've pretty much beat a dead horse on this podcast. We'll see you at Chuck's on Saturday. Yeah. We- podcast on Chuck's on Saturday? Should we, we should podcast on Chuck's. You should take lines for the McGregor fight while we're there because you're a bookie. How about this? <laughs> How about this? If you've gotten this far in the podcast and you come up to us on Chuck's. At Chuck's. At Chuck's. On Chuck's. If, you, if you've gotten this far in the podcast... And you come up to us. And your at name Chuck's, isn't Stone Freeman. And your name's not Stone Freeman or Ryan Sullivan, or our parents. And I really say, hope our parents don't come up to us at Chuck's. If you've gotten this far, come up to us because I'll have this with me. And you say, "Hey, let me on the podcast." Because whoever has made it to this point can have a guest appearance. You can say whatever you want for. I'll, I'll give you a minute just to go off. Give them two, because we our intro is like three minutes. All right, if if you've listened to the podcast up to this point, you could just have your own monologue right here at fifty-seven minutes and eight seconds. If you've listened for this long and you come up to me and you say, "I listened to the whole podcast," here are three points you guys talked about. Because I need some proof. Him? Yeah, yeah, you know. I well, need I mean, the proof. thing is, the proof would be, "Hey, I listened up to it at this point," and you said, "True." If you okay. listen to it, come up to yep. us. So you if know? you've listened up to fifty-seven minutes and eight seconds, and you come up to me and you say that, I'll give you two minutes to say whatever the fuck you mm-hmm. want on this podcast. I and love if it. If it's something worthwhile that we can talk about, we'll talk about it. Yeah, and we'll make a podcast out of if it. If not, it'll be the intro instead of me singing some stupid Wayne yeah. lyric. And if we get a ton of people, we'll just make a montage yeah. out of it. All right. Um, yeah, don't quiz them on it because honestly, when I put this mic down, I probably can't think of three points that I made on this podcast. Good point, Cruz. <laughs> let's get that. Let's get that final thought. Final thought. Uh, yeah, come to Chuck Saturday. I will be hopefully dressed somewhat like Conor McGregor. I'm gonna try to get an <laughs> Irish flag and wrap it around myself <laughs> and watch him pound the shit out of Khabib with me. Roadie football top twenty, Rich the Kid concert. Not that good. <laughs> Final thought, uh, Josh looks like a caterpillar without his beard. I'll be back by Saturday. But yeah, but I really want to shave mine now because I had been debating. Don't do it. I had been going back and forth with myself in my head because I'm a little fucking crazy. Don't do it. Because I, I like, did the same thing. I was like, damn, you know what? I'll look good without a yeah, beard. Yeah, dude, left brain said shave, right brain said don't. Don't do left it. Left brain said shave, right dude, brain said don't. I'm telling you from someone that shaved their face. And you tweeted this to me yesterday, yo. You were like, I thought the same thing. Don't do it. I'm telling you right now, as someone with a clean shaved face who shaved yesterday, if I could go back, I wouldn't shave my okay. face. If I'd, I'd get the goatee. Like, you had the goatee rocking. It looked, I'd throw the goatee back. If I shaved bad. right now, because I did the goatee at the beginning of summer, I'd throw the goatee back on. The goatee didn't look bad. It the was, Fu Manchu it looked great. <laughs> the goatee didn't look bad. It was just kind of weird. It felt... You know why it felt weird? Because you had hair it. on your face. Those wow. are the hiccup burps that, yeah, that, was weird. that I've been having, having. Yeah, It's because I really haven't had a meal yet today. Good point. I had, like, a protein shake, two protein bars, and some almonds. Yeah, you need a, a yeah. meal. Um, but... Who are we talking about? Oh, your face. The goatee. <laughs> yeah, because you have hair not... Like, your face is still getting cold. 
because you shaved. Well, I was you're I, still baby face. No, but, I like, was in my still house. Have hair, like chilling, like off of your chin, and it's still kind of itchy in some spots. And it's just the goatee was weird, but it also like. I love shaving because I love rubbing my smooth ass face after it. Like yeah, until six there. hours later when now it's stubbly and itching me. Well, I'll just throw some lotion on it. You'll be fine. Honestly, tomorrow I feel like the stubble is going to look really good. No homo. Like, very good. Buddy, I appreciate that. <laughs> I love stubble. Stubble stubble's a good look. It's just it's tough to perfect a stubbled look. Mm-hmm. My final thought, come to Chuck's on Saturday. It's, it's going to be fucking fun. You know what I mean? You get to hang out with us if you care about hanging out with us. You probably won't even know who we are. I'm a really fun guy to hang out with. I mean, we'll have Especially the we'll have the barstool flag and we'll probably yeah. be under it with this thing. Yeah, you know what? Fuck it. Let's podcast there on Saturday. All right, let's do it. All right. So if you come up to us and say 57 minutes, eight seconds, you get to go off for two minutes. Yeah. It's the easiest way to get your voice out there. Honestly, the you want anything you want. We will not censor it. No. Say whatever you want. I mean, if you want to make a fool out of yourself, that's on you. Yeah. But I'm not going to censor it. And if you want to throw your name out there so people can then come at your takes on Twitter and whatnot, yeah. and you can you can live a little 15 minutes of fame. Yeah, if you want to do a little, uh, just throw your hands out there and hope that maybe some people follow you. I don't give a damn what you do because you listen to the podcast. If you want to grab the mic and say, fuck it right in the pussy, but you, yeah. <laughs> you can do you, it. You, <laughs> you can do whatever you want. It's a podcast. We're not FCC regulated. But you know what, folks? Until Saturday, just do me a good, do me a solid favor. Just do me a favor. All you need to do is listen to the words I'm going to say. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Peace yeah, the fuck out. Yeah.